Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no Spice Girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse. Back to Black. Directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R. Under 17. Not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. I wanted to ask, so one of the people on the call is Emmett. Um, Emmett had helped build some other shelters. As uh, you may not know, there are three camps. uh, Maybe David shared this with you. Similar to the one that you were in, there are three in different locations. Um, Some of them are even colder than than the one that you stayed in. Um, And... Uh, volunteers, including myself, including Emmett, had built shelters. Um, Emmett, perhaps you could describe like how you sort of decided to do that and, and came up with the the shelter design that you came up with. Yeah, definitely. And uh, I just just want to say I'm processing also. Amos is also hearing your story and and um, appreciating like for all of us coming to build shelters. It's 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 realizing there's all these stories that we are not knowing and. Um, you know, all of us are of these lives that are so indiv- independent, individual and, um, showing up and, and meeting folks who've been through whatever they have been. And, and, uh, um, it, it like does, it does stuff to us all, you know, and I think I'm um, hearing you right now. I'm just really processing kind of, uh, what you're saying. And I hope many people hear wh- how you're framing all this. I just really appreciate how you're framing the story and how you're, um, uh, sharing both your perspective, but also what it, what it means to, just be confused um, to think for so for, for me, like I, I just, I felt so even after many years of working um, in this space, just so confused by how, or by how CBP is treating people in the, in the OADs and these in this desert right now. Um, but uh, basically it's, it's winter time now in, 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 in California. Um, and for the last several months, people, uh, have been kept overnight in in the desert on the, in the borderlands, um, which has been brutal and it has been terrible and 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 inhumane. Uh, how for CBP to be keeping people in the desert, but as it became winter, it became deadly, um, and the risk of extreme uh, hypothermia events um, for for hundreds of people became so severe that a lot of a lot of our you know day in day out. Uh, 
work to making sure people had food and if there were babies that they um, were taken care of as needed or if if folks had specific health issues that we could show up for them but but the thought of um just doing that um and hope you know bringing as many blankets as we could uh we're bringing up blankets and tents and tarps things keep people off the ground um you know basically looking in our basements and asking all of our friends like hey <laughs> we're looking behind every gas station for for for, for boxes of cardboard or whatever it is um but that just didn't seem enough it didn't it seemed like we were actually doing a, a harm to be to be the ones who had seen this and, and that's something we deal with is realizing there's so many folks who just don't know what's going on so for us to be a community seeing this and not not taking to the next the next level and, and still i feel this way but um, it, it felt like we were not doing, um, or we were actually doing a harm by not, by not kind of addressing the winter, <laughs> um, as it was happening. So the idea of building shelters, uh, was, was to try to, um, basically do, do something more than just bringing out uh, supplies and letting people, uh, you know, fend for themselves, but creating something that might actually create uh, more of a long-term, uh, safety. Um, and, and then again, I mean, this is, this is, these are d- detention sites. We are, we are working as volunteers inside of a, a basically informal detention site that CBP is operating. So it's a very confusing for us to know, you know, we're here trying to be with people directly, trying to see what people are, are wanting and needing and what is their, their, their needs. But we're also kind of navigating around this very erratic, uh, system that is sometimes denying us entry to these sites, um, sometimes trying to have us do things for them, um, and other times kind of allowing us to be there and, you know, um, you know, bringing food because it ser- serves them, serves CBP for us to keep people alive. Um, but that's a really confusing process. So anyways, there was a lot of talk going on about uh, making shelters and people have been assembling pallets. And one day I was... Um, just talking with with some of the other organizers, and we're thinking, well, I'll just do this. I'll, I'll come back tomorrow, and I'll and I'll, I'll we'll start. Um, and so, with with some volunteers from the Dollar Lunch Club from UC San Diego, um, we set out um, and to the the campsite we call uh, Tower One Seven Seven, and started building this. And immediately, kind of as you're saying, also Amos, um, I, we had uh, about a team of ten people from um, Colombia and, and Kyrgyzstan helping us uh build this the shelter uh from from pallets um cardboard uh plastic sheeting tarps and uh james and myself and some other folks had been talking the night before what are the different shelters and using all of our outdoor experience wilderness experience and kind of putting it all together and having kind of a round table discussion like well, I've seen this work before. I've <laughs> I've done this before. I mean, this might work. This might be a this might be a nice way of using these pallets. Trying to find something that would be stable to um, uh, you know withstand wind conditions. It being kind of uh, you know resource uh, smart, uh, making sure we're not overusing uh, whatever wood we have in some sort of super intricate design, um, and also something that we could uh, we could assemble quite quickly and would be versatile. So something we could do in different different settings, and also building something and building a design that uh, wouldn't wouldn't be super hard for people to use so yeah so it just felt like we were kind of just like kind of putting putting our heads together and that's what we came up with was basically this super shelter that was with a has a basically a backbone of six pallets and maybe i don't know james it's possible to (laughs) link some some uh, photos or whatnot but um 
yeah, we'll uh, putting together basically. Great, great. Yeah, some sort of uh, yurt-like structure that uh, can be kind of designed or can be changed as it would be, and especially something that anybody who's using it gets to actually have mimic their own their own home, their own setup. So it's not something that we're kind of dictating how it needs to be used. Um, but uh, yeah, we've had a had a really uh, positive experience and a lot of expertise from folks from from Kyrgyzstan um, to kind of lead the way. So we brought the tools and, and other folks who um, were going to use it uh, basically created them who created it shelter uh, um, themselves. Yeah. So that that, that was our, that was our first experience and um, uh, yeah. Well. And Moses' point was really a good one, and and it's one I'd considered too. Like it it's quite. Yeah, I don't want to compare the difficulties we encounter as volunteers to the difficulties Amos has just encountered, in, uh, has just kind of shared with us in his journey because they're not the same. But like, it can be quite different. I speak quite a few languages, but still with large groups of people who you can't speak to and you want to connect, you want to be like, I, what's happening to you is it's, it's disgusting and disgraceful and it's not me. I'm not, I don't want it to happen and, and I sh- it shouldn't be. And I want to be in community with you as much as I can. And so when we don't have that language, the way that we can connect, um, one of the ways that we can connect is, is to yeah, grab a hammer or a screwdriver or something and start building something I love together. It. I love it. You're so right. You're so right, James. You are so on point, dude. Me. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no Spice Girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse. Back to Black. Directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R. Under 17. Not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. No, I mean, you know, it's just uh, uh, seeing that that Ryobi drill was like <laughs> heaven to me. I mean, I swear not to give, uh, you know, any brands or whatever. I'm just saying. Find us my drill. It's not my favorite brand for sure. But, uh, <laughs> uh, but, but you really, really, I mean, truly, like you guys say, I mean, it's just such a, a universal sort of um, language. Like uh, as men and as women and as people, we... We want to build, we want to protect, we want to, we want to, I mean, I'm taking this journey to come to my kids and yeah. show them support and safety and protect. And it's happening, you know, right now I'm talking, I was talking to them earlier and 
you know, they're excited to see their dad soon. And, you know, just that, that feeling of warmth. And, I mean, this is what we do. This is what we do. And then if you want to narrow it down and break it down to the basics, it's just what it is. It's the human level. It's the human condition. I mean, really? So these guys are going to go through this pain for what? I mean, clearly they're going through, yeah. you know, worse, worse things. And then that's the whole point. That's what trying, they're trying to do. So, um, and then uh, before I forget, and then I don't hope, I hope my phone doesn't, uh, you know, die on me. Let me just give you the detention. If you guys uh, have Please a minute, do. let me give you the, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah. before I, you know, uh, so basically on, I think it was Monday, we, we, we uh, get rounded up to what is, can easily be compared to a cattle, a, a ranch cattle kind of process where, you know, here, Take off your 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 belt and everything. Yeah, that, that's familiar. But you know, there's a little extra. The bus driver is cussing at you like it's nobody's business, and 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 you know, gratuitous humiliation. And you know, maybe you have one of them is nice, but the rest are just, you know, absolutely want to just uh, tear you down as much as they can. And um, anyhow, so we're lined up. We're onto this bus that's behind the camp closer to highway 80 i believe highway 80 yes yeah right. and uh, uh and basically we're lined up we're, we're tagged we're uh, uh basically stripped of everything that could be quote-unquote dangerous we're left with only one shirt uh, in the middle of a cold morning and uh doesn't matter man doesn't matter man women everybody is treated the same i appreciate their their equality on that issue uh so and then we are on a bus journey that's about an hour and a half maybe two hours maybe more uh, to the uh San Di i'm trying to remember this very well because it's just you know it's important i guess san diego uh the san diego sorting facility san diego district so sorting facility uh aka mcu that's what they call it yeah. And basically, uh, you, you know, your your stuff is sorted, and anything that needs to be thrown away is thrown away. And you're uh, given, you become a. Let me be clear: you become a subject. You're a subject now. You're not an alien. You're a subject, James. Make sure you understand yeah. this. You're a subject, sir. Let's be clear about the the, the naming structure here. You are a subject. All right. So I'm given a subject number. Uh, and uh, yeah, exactly. I mean, I can't believe in this day and age, <laughs> I gotten used to the whole alien thing, you know, alien number, yeah. but now it's a subject number. Yeah, so right. anyhow, so we, we, we're done, we've gone through that. And then, you, you know, you just look at people and the daisiness and the confusion, the confusion, elders, women, babies, it's just heart aching. And again, you had a couple of military uh, border patrolmen tall and acting like they're in the Marine Corps. They're just shouting left and right. And they're like, you know, treating people like they were disposable. So that's right there. Uh, uh, anyhow, so that's the, they call it the intake. So you're, you're doing the intake and you're lined up and you're being stripped, not stripped, searched. You're, you're searched and then your, your backpack is taken away. You open it up in front of them as if you were at the airport. And then they throw away stuff that's, that even though they're not, what's crazy is they're, the backpack is going to be uh, zipped and they're going to be tagged and put away. So I'm not sure why throwing away food from the backpack 
is going to add anything or anyhow. Some things don't make sense, but I guess that's what it is. So then you're 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 done with the intake. You're sit down uh, inside the central area, and you're waiting to be processed. Uh, processing means uh, fingerprints, uh, picture, and then uh, you write down. They take a copy of your passport, and in there you write down the address uh, in which you will be, quote unquote, released later on. So that's that. And then basically, a couple hours later, you're assigned a detention cell. It's not. A, it's a big place. I mean, it's not a cell like a small cell. It's probably. I don't know, 20 by, I don't know. I'm, I'm bad with the distances. But anyhow, the point is, we're there. Uh, we're taken to this place. <laughs> uh, I don't know, James. I don't know what you think of this. So so we, they don't put uh, handcuffs on us. Right. But they tell you to put your hands behind your back as you're walking. Yeah, very strange. I don't understand what's the point of that. Like, they insist on putting your hands as if they were handcuffed behind your back. Yeah. As you walk it, as you, as you're walking, that is a big rule. And if you don't do it, they get pissed at you. And I, I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm always testing the water and I pissed them off a number of times. <laughs> I did put my hands forward because I'm like, what are you, what are you trying to get to? You know, anyhow, so you get into your cell. Uh, mine was two a, all right. Two a yeah. uh, pod. I'm sorry. It's called, they called pods. Pod? pods. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because you know we're we're we're, in, we're into share, share uh, what is it w w uh, work share spaces basically. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like we so work. Sad. Yeah, we work. Here we go. We work. A fancy work. Yeah. Anyhow, so we were there. You're giving um, gym mats, gym mats, and then yeah. you know when we we when we all put our gym mats on the floor, imagine there is zero space in between, like the whole pod. Is covered with gym mats. No, you, you have to walk on gym mats, basically anywhere you go. All right. So that's yeah. that's the fact. And then you're giving these uh, what do you call them? This the not thermals, the the little alloy alloy foil blankets, whatever. You oh call yeah, them. the Mylar blankets. The, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, those guys. And they do kind of work, but they, for me they're too small. I mean, I'm I guess I'm a tall guy. I mean, I don't know. Uh, so either your foot are sticking out or your head is sticking out or whatever. And I'm not the only one. There's a lot of people like that. Yeah. So, uh, and then AC is blasting full speed, 24-7. Light, full bright light, 24-7. Jesus. And, uh, yeah. And then a lot of, you know, again, they teach this in school in Psychology 101. So, light, 24-7. AC, freezing AC. We're only allowed a shirt, one shirt, one shirt. And then I'm talking about probably they have it on... 55, 60, 60, 60, no more than 60 degrees for sure. All right. And then you have people cold and getting sick. And then uh, they clean three times a day to their credit yeah. where we all have to get out so the cleaning crew can come in. But here's the key. They clean at eight in the morning, at five in the, uh, at five in the afternoon, and at midnight. <laughs> so you can't sleep. Come on, dude. Really? Seriously? Yeah. And God forbid you ask. God forbid you ask, because that's just not allowed. Anyhow, so midnight, exactly midnight, sharp, get out. People, everybody sleep. Everybody sleep. Get up, get up, get up, get out. And there's no, again, it's, 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 
you know, we know these tactics. We read about these. This is like, you know, torture in a way. You know, yeah. I bet you somewhere in the Geneva Convention, there's something about this. I mean, I'm sure. Yeah, you know, yeah. so, so, you know, I didn't want to create too much drama the first day, James. The second day, I started testing the water. I'm like, you know, I'm being nice to everybody. Nobody speaks English, so I have to kind of speak up for people. You know, some people need to go uh, me medicine. I mean, you know, medicine or whatever. I, I speak for them, whatever. And then some people are just uh, don't understand when their name is called for it because it's misspelled, so I'll help with that. You know, in general, like, you know, I literally would walk around and ask for extra blankets and things like that. This is all I've been doing. I hope the video will come out. That we're, we're doing a few... Freedom of Information Act requests. So hopefully we can get that. Good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Hopefully we'll we'll share that with you. Well, I mean, it takes. I mean, they're gonna oh, fight yeah. it tooth and nail. They're gonna it'll fight it tooth years. and nail. Yeah, it'll take. Oh yeah, exactly. Years. Thank you. Thank you. Exactly. So anyhow, so uh, yeah. After the second day, again, they give you food. I mean, food. I guess food. Yeah, they give you food. Um, the second day, uh, I started asking the question. Okay, when am I gonna get my phone call? Uh, the first person said, oh, well, I'll pass on your request. By the end of the day, I've asked like three, four times to three, four different people. So the the pods area is manned or supervised by DHS police. And then the processing in the central area is done by BP. And BP and Customs and DHS hate each other. I mean, that's just clear. They told me that to my face. They don't get along. All right. Right. So, so when you are talking to DHS police, because they're the one kind of the prison guards, they yeah. just don't then talk to BP. They don't convey the information that you're as a right. prisoner. Then, so, so that's been difficult. So, so you would want to ask to go to the nurse or something. So, on the way, you can try to pass on information. So, anyhow, so I, I kind of located the situation, and then on the second day, I asked the three times. I need my phone call, need my phone call. They came out and told me, you're crazy. We don't do phone calls. Stop asking. So wow. you're telling me, I'm in U.S. soil. I, you know, I don't get to see the, 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 the outdoor 24-7. And you don't let me make a call to my lawyer or family. And that's when I just lost my, my shit. So, so the, by the end of the second day, I entered into a, 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 a hunger strike. Oh wow! My body shut. Yeah, my body yeah. shut down completely. My body shut down completely. People were that have known me to be constantly active. I do. I do yoga. I do. I did yoga. I did you know? People were started following me, doing activities and trying to be sharp. Uh, you know, stay sharp. They saw me shut down completely. I didn't. I didn't eat or drink anything. I mean, wow. completely. I shut yeah. down everything. All systems aboard. That's it. So right away, my eyes are closed. The next day, they start freaking out. They bring in the the wheelchair. But before they, you know, just to let you know, before they put me on the wheelchair, with the baton, they're just hammering me to make sure I'm, I'm this is real. They're hammering. Jesus. I still have bruises. I still have like a red dot on, on my chest. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, so, yeah, I mean, you know, the, the, the kindness of their heart. Yeah. Again, they're very hateful because of where they are and what's going on. Sure, so. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, uh, yeah, so I'm taken to the nurse. The nurse tells me, what's going on? I thought, look, my body shut, shut, has shut down. My my wife and kids don't know where I'm at. They don't know if I'm alive or death uh, or dead. And I just can't eat or drink or anything. 
listen, uh, sir, uh, it's okay if you don't want to eat, but you have to drink well, at least water. Or we're going to put the IV, for, we can give you IV or, or antidepressants or anti-anxiety medicine. Listen, lady, I've never had antidepressant or medication. I rarely take medication. I would not have medication. That is not a, an option. I don't want the IV. I don't want you to touch my body, period. I am. This is me fully aware of what the consequences are. And unless I get a hold of my Laura or call my family and tell them that I'm alive and where I'm at, this is going to... Last time I did this, I did it for four or five days, no problem. So they started freaking out, James. They really, yeah. they, they called the big guns. Uh, I think he was a lieutenant or whatever the ranking is. He came in, listen, what's going on? What are you doing, man? You can't be doing this in my house. <clears throat> Again, my house. The guy owns the place. All right. Yeah. So uh, I'm like, listen, I'm done. If you don't give me my call, expect me to do this for the... I'll go to the end. I've done this against corrupt governments. And when I was arrested in Tunisia or whatever, I can do this all day long, man, all day long. So he's like, you can't do this. This is ridiculous. I have 1,800 people here. You're going to start a problem. I don't want problems here. So he takes me straight up to the central area, puts me in front of phone, give me the phone number. I give him the phone number. He does my wife. Bam, bam, shazam. I call her. Uh, they were still asleep at 7 in the morning. Uh, they have school at 8.30. So I leave her a voicemail. Uh, I later found out that she did get the voicemail, thank God. And then she felt really good when she heard my voice and she knew what I was imagine, going on. yeah. Yeah, so I don't know what to tell you, man. You know, it, it's just a no man's land. And it's just, and dude, when, when I got to talk to the supervisor, when I escalated, because they took my DNA, like what? I told them, look, what's going on? Why are you taking people's DNA? Like, what's going on? I told him, like, what are you accusing us for? Like, what is the accusation exactly? He said, you're not accused of anything. And what am I guilty of? You're not guilty of anything. So why are you taking my DNA? Yeah. And then when he just, because this is the guy, the main guy, this is the guy that I saw coming in on the intake and then later on in the outtake, he's got like 20 screens in front of him. He's manning the border. He's like, you know, it's, it's the main guy. Like, it's, it's him. Yeah. So I told him, do, do, do you have your DNA, your own DNA taken? He said, yes, I did. Okay, I told him, if your DNA was taken, then you can take mine. That's fine. So they're taking people's DNA to put it in the database. And if you don't sign, they don't let you. They don't let you out. So you can stay there indefinitely until you do your DNA. How is this okay? Yeah. And you're not yeah. guilty of anything, James. You're not guilty of anything. Right. That's the key. You, yeah. so, so you're not guilty of anything. I mean, I understand if you're arrested for a misdemeanor or a felony and you know or you know in in states they, they take your dna i get it but if you're there is no accusation there's no guilty and yet you're taking my dna for what for what yeah. so pretty crazy anyhow yeah, so so it was really rough it was really rough and, and and they were very very nasty i mean one lady miss diaz i will never forget her officer diaz I mean, she was cussing left and right, left and right, left and right. And then I lost it, man. When I, when, when she had me for, I think uh, they had me do, uh, sign papers again. All right. So I was simply asking, why am I say, signing the same papers again? Do you want to leave or do you don't want to leave? Do you want to leave or do you don't want to leave? And then on the same time, James, as she talks to me, she pauses, she looks at her, uh, her colleagues and she's smiling to them. And she's talking to them so nice. I simply told her, why are you talking nicely to your friends and you're so mean to us? Like, why? Why are you doing this? Like, what is, what is the problem? Did I, 
Did I, did I call you names? Did I say something bad? No, but you're not my friend. Yeah, but even if I'm not your friend, why are you cussing at me? Why are you saying these bad things? That shut her down. That totally shut her down, James. I mean, it was a completely different person after that because it was in front of her boss. It was in front of her boss. <laughs> I mean, I'm telling you, man. They're just, this is what happens when you have zero accountability. Zero. Yes. I mean, anybody, this is basic Freudian understanding of, of psychology 101. That if you give someone ultimate power, they're going to take advantage. And, you know, I don't know what to tell you, man. I feel bad for the people in that detention because, you know, I'm not saying they're being tortured, but it's just, a, you know, the little drops of water on your head? Yeah. You know, the little, you know, after a while, you can turn some, some, there's one guy from Russia that was there for three weeks. Wow. Three weeks. There's one guy from Brazil that was there for, for a week. Come on, man. I mean, seriously, like that's too much. Yeah. That's too much. So it's yeah. a crazy, you know, time. it was horrific. And then when I was leaving, uh, I found out that they put the wrong address on my release form. And then, you know, I don't know if you know anything about the U.S. immigration bureaucracy, James. I do. It is yeah, horrific. It is horrific. All it takes is the one wrong digit in the address. They send the paperwork to the wrong address. Oh, we did it. We sent it. We don't care. We don't care. You know what I mean? And then you basically waiting all your life. And then and that's pretty much what happened to me before when I was in the United States. And then, you know, they don't care. Always to take it up with the, with the U.S. Postal, Postal Service. Are you serious? Like, you know, you're going to put someone in jail and because he sent them to the wrong address? Anyhow. So, anyhow, so I came back from the bus. The bus is loaded. We're leaving. I came back to her, look, you got, you know, you got the wrong address here. Like, you know, what's going on? Do you want to leave or do you want to stay? Do you want to leave? That's all, that's all they talk about. It's like a favor she's doing. It's not like a law thing. It's not the due process. No, no. I'll be more than happy to stick you in there because you're complaining about a, a, a mistake that we made on, on, your, on your form. It's just yeah, very sad. The very whole sad. thing, it's, it's just there's no need to, to make it as cruel and as hard. And look, people have... People have died uh, in the outdoor detention in, in another site, not the, not the place where you are, but in San Diego, right? Like, and it, it's a tragedy, and it, it it doesn't have to happen, and it doesn't have to be this undignified. And yeah, I, did, I think maybe people would have disagreements about the immigration, the different immigration laws, and they might feel yeah. differently to the way I do, or you do, or Emmett and David do. But I don't think anyone in their right mind would really justify the way you've been treated and, and you can multiply right. that by thousands. Right. And, and you, you're fortunate enough to be in, in relatively good health and not too young or not too old or, or, or not right. too sick for this to be a deadly trip. Or right. a, And still it's obviously had a massive effect on you and I can understand why. And I would, mean, I'm having a little bit of nightmares to be honest with you, because uh, what bugs me the most is those kids uh, and then on top of it, it's overwhelming because I was thrust in a position where, sadly, I mean, I had to pick up for a lot of people. I mean, yeah. you know, yes, it, my family tragedy, I mean, is an issue. But I mean, you know, I don't want to talk too much about what, what I did in Tunisia, but I was standing up against corruption and against bribery and things like that. And that costed me a lot of problems and it cost me, uh, I mean, being in a blacklist in a government that's ever going negatively, you know, and, and jailing activists and jailing yeah. citizens for, for speech. It's sad that, that Tunisia 
the home of the Arab Spring now is turning into another dictatorship, sadly. So, um, you know, I didn't want to use that as a reason, but I mean, it is what ruined my personal life because I was constantly being, you know, uh, harassed and, and pushed and shoved by Tunisian, you know, a-holes. Uh, and then here I am to find myself in, in, you know, like with a deja vu kind of feeling with these gratuitous insults for nothing. So that, that kind of triggered me a lot, big time, James. Yeah, and, I can imagine. Uh, uh, and then it felt like, you know, what is life worth? I mean, I know I'm coming for my kids and they're the love of my life and and then my wife as well. But, you know, I want them to remember their dad as someone who sticks up for, 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 for others. And, uh, you know, the... You know, James, the, the, the most difficult part were, was, um, David mentioned the Persian guys, the running guys. You know, I got annoyed a little bit, James, because they were really lining up behind me and holding my hand, begging me to help them get out. Yeah. And because I'm the only one that spoke the language and it felt like, you know, they didn't have any recourse. And the detention center. And I'm not gonna lie to you, uh, James. That was that was very difficult. That was very difficult. That was very difficult. I felt like when I was leaving, I was leaving friends, brothers, sisters, brothers behind, and uh, that stuck with me, dude. Yeah, I understand. It's just a uh, few people specifically that, that that really, 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 really were stuck on me. And uh, it's just, uh, what is this world for? What are, what are we doing all this for? And these are genuine, decent human beings. This country needs as many workers and as many new citizens as possible. Instead of just shoving these people with hatred, just align them, just give them a chance, just rehab, just kind of make sure they know the language, they do all this and they're good. They all want to work. They all want to be good. Nobody that I met there is, is into drugs or anything. You know, it's just, uh, it sucks because it's like, you, it's like shooting your, your own, yourself on the foot. Uh, it doesn't make sense. And uh, I really felt really sad. And uh, on, a, on a lighter note, getting into eventually released and getting on the bus and going to uh, the central uh the central elementary i believe yeah. it's called and yes. I, I just got out of the bus and i can hear the voices amos 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 everybody's calling and i'm like well, it's, it's getting dark and I, I can't see i can't see the, the 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 people but i found like at least 20 or 18 people that i that were with me there and oh, they wow. were like they were crying and they were like, thank you, thank you, thank you. And, uh, you know, it was, it was, it was really heartwarming. It really was really heartwarming. And I appreciate that, the, that they uh, recognized what we did. We tried to do a bunch of Mauritanians, Colombians, uh, Mexicans, uh, Ecuadorians. Uh, I mean, you name it. There was just a Turkish, uh, an older gentleman, uh, Iranian, the Iranians, the same Iranians that, 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 that I helped get onto the bus from, from Willow, 
those same guys eventually all I found them at, at Central, and um, it was really nice to see them and for them to just literally jump on me almost and tell me thank you and in so many languages. I, I appreciate that. So um, I just hope all this 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 kind of get somewhere where they understand that. It doesn't have to be this way. It really doesn't. And we're not asking, I'm not asking either get, get more people or do this. I'm just saying there is little tweaks that are not meant to increase the immigration or or make it impossible or anything. It's just little tweaks to, to you know, to get the system a little better. That's all. That's all I'm saying, personally. Yeah, make it a little kinder and... and... I think like it's always that way, right? Like it's people helping each other even when the government doesn't help them and like Yeah. 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 We just got news oh, I was there yesterday that, that all the shelters at one of the sites were torn down. So like it, it's Oh shit. We'll all have to go back and build them again. But um Yeah. Yeah. You know, people will because I think we all at least all of us here think that people should be treated with dignity and, and that they deserve a little better than they're being given currently. Um and have you been able to reunite with your your children yet, or is that still in your future? Uh, yes, it's it's uh, kind of technically uh, on on Thursday. Uh, I'm supposed to reunite with them. I am getting there on steps. I'm financially not viable right now. Uh, I'm relying on some friends to uh, who got me up to Los Angeles right now, and then uh, we're collecting money for gas. And uh, my wife Lauren will be coming down on Thursday with the kids and then we're gonna go to her mom's in lancaster for a christmas party that she does and then from there we'll, we'll make it back up to pismo and in pismo uh my wife was sheltering in uh at her sister's but the house is overcrowded and there's no way i can stay there so i'll be that's something that i'm trying to figure out and where to stay and i don't have friends up there and don't have anything uh, so that's uh, it's a problem that I'm having to deal with. And on the same time, I was given April 12th as a court date uh, in Van Nuys, and I have to uh, deal with a lawyer and we contacted lawyers and they're expensive. The pro bono lawyers uh, that we called, uh, they, they don't take, they're not taking new cases. Uh, so it's, it's um, I knew it was going to be difficult, uh, but when you're in it and it's, uh, you think that will be kind of a little better, but uh, it's it's definitely not looking good. But you know, I'll be close to my kids somehow, and that's what matters to me. But uh, it's just a struggle. I was at Congressman Schiff's office. I mean, what kind of resources you have for immigrants? I just need a little bit of a, you know, start so I can get back on my feet. Uh, and I kept them in touch since I was in Africa through the trip. They're the only Congress office that at least interacted with us, yeah. with me and my wife. But, you know, she looked at me from uh, from behind the glass door and she said, uh, good luck. Uh, uh, she sent me the county immigrant affairs office, uh, in, in, you know, link. And she told yeah. me good luck and then uh, and said bye-bye. And that's all that she did. So... It's uh, uh, it's tiring and, and not giving up, of course, but uh, it's just it's very difficult, James. Very yeah, difficult. no, it, it's 
yeah, it shouldn't be this hard or this complicated or this taxing, especially when your family yeah. are here already. Um, I'm just trying to be, I, I don't, I mean, my wife is on welfare and they keep cutting her welfare smaller and smaller. She has, we have two kids. I just need a chance to get up, get back on my feet and be a good father to work. And do, I can't work right now. I'm not allowed to work. Yeah. And I have Let's to see. find money, money for the lawyer. I have to make, find money for me and my kids. It's, it's really quite a humbling experience. And I know I don't want to rely on anybody, but I mean, it's just, it's just, uh, it's hard. It's hard. Yeah, no, it is. And like, I don't know how people are expected to pay for their legal representation when they're also expected not to work. It's just, it's a system that seems to design to be as yeah. cruel and complicated as possible. Yet, you, you know, the jobs are available. <laughs> yeah. The jobs are available, James. I mean, I contacted about four or five places. Uh, my, my previous uh, work experience in, in, in LA and in, in California was logistics and car rental and stuff like that. I called my previous bosses. They all told me, come over. Like, you know, get your stuff figured out and come over. We'll find a job. So we have plenty of vacancies, basically. I mean, you know. So, um, uh, but, you know, here you are. Here you are. Here you are. Yeah, man. Look, it's, 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 I've heard so many of these stories, but they don't stop upsetting me. Um, and I'm glad in a way because, you know, they're bad and they shouldn't, yeah. they should be upsetting to everyone who hears them. And I'm sure everyone who hears this will want to do whatever they can to make this a little easier. Me. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no Spice Girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse. Back to Black. Directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R. Under 17. Not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Are there like any orgs or nonprofits that have been helping you since you've got in the U.S. that you think people should? Oh man, nothing, nothing. Yeah. I mean, it's been you know those who call very centric as far as Asian Americans or this or that. It's very specific. Yeah. But yeah, uh, migrants from just, Africa have the hardest yeah. time of everyone. It's, yeah, it's been I'm telling you, no joke. And if you're a father trying to make it to your kids and trying to you know what I mean? Do right by your kids. Doesn't mean anything. 
nothing absolutely nothing so yeah, that's terrible man that's yeah yeah, yeah I hate to should, hear it. this is yeah. the first christmas for this is the first christmas for the kids outside of their where they grew up i really wanted to make it as family friendly and, and happy as possible but i don't even have the capacity to get them gifts or anything or 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 even i don't know it's just gonna be hard but yeah fuck man it is yeah um yeah man sorry that's, that's i know weird. it's okay i mean no, i'm just a i'm just a drop in, in, in an ocean of of uh of despair when it comes to immigrants and i'm i'm getting messages from some of them in new york some of them in uh north carolina some of them in uh uh in illinois uh a couple in california I mean, they're they're still desperate for for help, and especially with language and all that. So, you know, I'm grinding and I'm doing the best I can, but um, you know, it's yeah. a reality check. It's a reality no. check, James. Yeah, no, it's 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 really. I mean, it's sickening how quickly you can be and like cut yeah. out to nothing when the state doesn't care about you. Yeah. Amos, I want to thank you so much for giving us your story and your time and being so open with us because I think that's the only way that this stuff changes is that people hear like num numbers are great and and your story is one of tens of thousands but I think sometimes yep. we need to hear individual stories to understand true. the the human impact of this true um, true true and like we'll stay in touch you have my phone number absolutely Anytime, for anything you need, anything we can do for you, we're yeah, here. Yeah, I mean, I can't, I can't wait to come down to the border. I'm not giving up on the border, dude. I'm not. I want to bring, uh, at some point, my kids to see the price, and then I want to contribute. I want to find a way to give back. I want to. I know I can't do it right now, but it's in my mind, my mind, and I, I know I, I'm not gonna give up on that, on that, on that dream of coming back there and continue to help with the yeah. volunteers. That's very kind of you. Uh, yeah, yeah, well, when you come down, let me know. I'll bring some Ryobi tools and we can uh, we can build some stuff. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah. Sounds good. Fuck, I mean, sorry. I, I'm just like, I'm just for processing. Um, yeah, me too. For processing me. this and like um, hearing Amos say all this is like, fuck, like that's that's the conversation, right? Just what, what, what he's saying and his accountability is human nature. Like something in the way that he was saying that I was just like taking a pause on everything that I wanted to share. Um, cause, yeah, um, I really like it hit to the core of the, like my own frustration with our response is it's not getting to the point that like, uh, what, what he was, what he was sharing. I don't know the words right now to, to say that my, my mind is now totally mush. Um, we'll end it there. I do want to give both of you a chance to plug any, uh, and all organizations that you think can help. And cause the people who are going to listen to this, we'll break it up into two parts. Uh, uh, people will want to alleviate the suffering and, and there are people, including yourselves and myself, trying to do that. So uh, if there's an organization that you'd like to plug, fundraiser you'd like to plug, please do. Well, just uh, the way the conversation ended, um, the thing that I was thinking is, uh, you know, just a, a uh, you know, anybody listening to, to, the, to what Amos has said, just one one very small but perhaps meaningful thing would be to uh, do something to enable him to buy some presents for his kids. I think uh, that would be pretty cool.
Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, Every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more.